Hey, if you've been with us all week, you probably are seeing your network with new eyes, maybe even took some action to build that network or leverage it. We're going to share our discoveries from the week of discussions about that and your network's value. We're also going to discover something Tom found this week that's even more interesting. All that on today's Antidote. Stay tuned for today's Antidote, brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's Antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Do, do, do. Hey, Tom, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. Did a little trapping there, didn't I? <laughs> uh, maybe. We'll see. Maybe. So It's my hey, discovery of the week, so we'll see what we It's share. It's Friday. It is Friday, our favorite, not our favorite day of the week, but one of our favorite episodes is that we get to have a conversation around our discoveries. What we discovered this week talking about your network's value. So we look forward to that conversation in just a bit. How are you doing, Bob? All well? I'm good, except I didn't bring my phone over to where I'm sitting, so I can't do my magic. So excuse me for a minute. I'm going to get up, walk away, and come right back because I'm a knucklehead. He said that, that he's a knucklehead, not me i didn't say that uh and if you're watching the podcast and wondering what's happened bob just left the screen now he's coming back so that we can dive back into our conversation uh are you <laughs> that your discoveries that you need to have your phone closer to you to do the work that you need to no, do here's the best part it was in a different pocket than i usually keep it <laughs> okay it's just it's just one of those uh, everyone welcome to Friday mornings with Bob <laughs> as we try to get into our program to do our discoveries of the week. So while you're doing your magic, I'm going to uh, ask you, what are you celebrating today? The way we always start our show. I, I'm celebrating the fact that um, we have a difference with people that we don't realize. Um, I've been talking to someone the last couple of days who I knew very peripherally. And in the course of the discussion, this person described some things that I had done 8, 10, 20 years ago that I had no idea anyone noticed. But this person noticed and it stuck with that person. And so I think what I'm celebrating is the fact that our footprint's a lot bigger than we realize in life. So there you have it. How about you? Uh, I'm going to celebrate that. Uh, so yesterday, as I think I mentioned on the show, that I had the chance to do another workshop session with my cohort. And at one point, the whole group was on the camera. So that was kind of cool. But, wow. And my real celebration, though, is that they all but one, two, who can't make it, are going to meet in person two weeks from now when we do our final session. And I think that was the, uh, the benefit. The, the exciting thing, one of the exciting things, the other exciting thing was I realized how much the more you do a program, the more comfortable you it becomes. So I've done this program with them for probably now for this area for about three years, maybe four. And while the content is very similar, it changes slightly each time. And at the same time, it still has the same impact on, on people who are able to 
come in and try to learn and identify things. And they are not only willing to share, and it feels just comfortable for me going through it, knowing the content, um, and then being able to share it where I'm not so worried about my notes. I'm more focused on how can I relay the value that I want to share. And so I think that's um, what I'm going to so say. you've internalized it. Uh, I guess. I think I, I just understand it completely. Um, not completely. Will we ever understand anything completely? No. No, so okay. I misspoke. I was going to say you you would catch me on that one. Yes, and I think that I was just able to. Uh, it's something that I know well, and so it's easier to share. And I always think the presentations, for me at least, go differently when I don't have to focus on my notes. Like I had, oh. I had a, you know, I did our slide within our background. Yep. Um, and pretty much that was all I needed to be able to then have conversations around the topic to help. Nice. And I think the other thing is that, you know, this is a group of nonprofits who are super busy, like all of us. They just have a million things going on. I need to interrupt with this, Tom. This is pretty good. <laughs> From Barbara. Good morning, chop liver and Tom. <laughs> Playing back to a couple of days ago. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yes. Yeah, so if you're uncertain about that reference, go back to Monday's episode. Uh, which I think if this is 533, 529, I believe. So check that out. Uh, you'll understand a little bit about why Barbara shared, Barb shared that message. So thanks for being with us this morning. So anyhow, it was, it was a, a great opportunity yesterday that I really enjoyed. And, um, you know, and I think the people appreciated the fact that I gave them some homework and I know some of them were able to accomplish it and others not as well. And that I was able to say, look, this, I understand. And at the same time, you know, use one of my new favorite things is that, you know, we shouldn't prioritize our schedule. We should schedule our priorities. And so that if this is something that really matters. <clears throat> Truth bomb from Tom early on a Friday. Sure. Find some time and make the time. Actually, not find the time, but make the time. And that was a shift that I was thinking about through that was. You know, finding the time is like schedule is prioritizing your schedule. Making the time is scheduling your priority. So that was my celebration. You ready for a quote from the Renegade Way, Tom? You've got to prepare today. Excellent. I don't have to just open up a page and read some I random thought. I did Bob. my homework. Yes. All right. This is a great book by um, well, yours truly, and Tom wrote the introduction. Did you before. just say this is a great book by yours I truly? I did. <laughs> I thought you'd enjoy that. <laughs> so I'm going to quote from page 26. If you're at home and you read with me, please, it's middle of page 26. If something you have considered trying or have attempted elicited a negative response from one or more people and you felt in your bones, it still, uh, I can't, it, it still makes sense to pursue, sorry, then you, my friend, are probably a renegade. And part of the, part of the issue is I've been doing a little editing. I don't know if you can see that. A little bit, yeah. You crossed yeah, over. So I've been trying to do a little editing to clean up the language. And so I, my edit was hard to read. Can you rephrase that again? So the viewers and listeners are clear on. If something message? you have considered trying or have attempted elicited a negative response from one or more people and you felt in your bones that they were wrong, then my friend, you are probably a renegade and you should pursue your idea. So I think what 
that says to me to take it a little deeper is people are going to say no to ideas that push them, that make them uncomfortable. Either they're uncomfortable for them or they're uncomfortable for you that, wow, you're really putting yourself out on a limb there. And we tend to want to stay where it's safe. So I think what happens as renegades is we reach a place where we say, you know what, I'm still going to pursue it because it's in my bones to do this thing. Just like your workshop yesterday, hearing you talk about it today with your passion, with your commitment, with your understanding, with your belief that you're providing really great value to that group. There's no way I could deter you. Tom, that's crazy. You shouldn't be doing that. that that's a silly presentation. You're like, hey, dude, step off. I know what I'm doing. This matters to me. It makes a difference, whatever that difference is. Yeah, I'm not sure I would say step off because I believe that what you, that, you know, you get a chance to share what's real for you. I'm right. all right with that. That's just a part of all of the feedback that we get, you know, not. But we tend to weigh the negative feedback more heavily. Because we define it as negative rather than just as feedback. Correct. Correct. Exactly. So, well, I love our little discussion around the sentence in the book. That's great. I like this. I like this. So that means I got to get my book moving even faster so that we can have multiple quotes. Which brings us to one of your discoveries for the week. So walk us through that discovery you were sharing with me two days ago, Tom. Well, I'd rather, I'd like to start go back to the topic that we were, I mean, I'm happy to do that. I just think that our topic today is the discoveries of the week around your network's value. Okay. I'm not deflecting. I promise. But doesn't to... that, isn't that part of your network's value? Uh, it might be. Uh, but might I'm be. being serious. If you didn't have a network of someone that you had a connection with that you wanted to engage with, what you've proposed to do wouldn't work. Right. So to me, it's all tied together. I guess. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm still formulating my discovery of the week. And that might end up being one of them. Okay. So what are your thoughts on our conversation? Or you want me to start with my thoughts? No, I'll, say, no, I'll start. Uh, you know, I'll give you time to think. I, I think my biggest discovery of the week is how much we devalue our network. And when you and I put together the topics for the week, I didn't think that I devalued my network. But as we talked through it yesterday... I was thinking about just some people in my network and I went to my LinkedIn yesterday and was looking through and I'm like, well, I really need to update that person on what I've been doing. I really need to talk to that person. Oh, I spoke for that group two years ago. They're probably due for another opportunity for me to speak. And I would have told you on Monday, I value my network dearly. I, I stay in touch. I stay connected. But then when I started to really break it down, I wasn't at the level of engagement with that network that could occur that probably leads to opportunities because you know and I know the more you talk to people the more things come up you don't know what's going to happen but it's the spider web and so I really had to take stock yesterday and say to myself and I could I could be valuing this network a lot more and I've got 10,000 LinkedIn connections I've probably know 1,500 2,000 of them so that's 8,000 people that I could just have a simple discussion. Hey, what's going on? How can I help you? How can I provide value? What's really important to you? I guarantee if I did what? Let's say 20 a day, 8,000. That's 400 days of people, right? Got a lot of work out of you. But we all have that, right? I mean, think about that. That would be 
I bet if I committed to that and did those 400 days, which is roughly what, two years, if you think of weekdays, I bet amazing things would happen. You know, may, may, and maybe that's maybe that's something I need to do is make a commitment here that I'm going to reach out to that network and report back as I go through that. What amazing things happen? Maybe, you know, last year we did the summer of celebration. Yes. Ooh, maybe why, this the year, summer of connection. Maybe the summer of connections. Oh, that's gold, Jerry. <laughs> that's really good. I like that. My name is Tom. Not oh, Jerry. I'm sorry. I'm the other mouse. <laughs> Sorry, it was a Jerry Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Oh, got it. Got it. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, as I listened to you, one of the things that came up was, because I know you do a lot to connect with your your network. And I think sometimes we think about the, the definition of network as those people we know. And I think that's one of the pieces of it that, and so I would, agree that you do a really good job with the people that you know what many would define as your network and i think the safe people sure this is one way to put it and i think that what we don't necessarily always think about is all the people that they know you know i was talking with after this session the the person whose organization is sponsoring it usually we stick around after with a presentation and just chat a little bit and they talk about some of the challenges that they're facing and, you know, they were trying to get some connections to some different organizations. And I said, well, you know, one of the things you you could do is find all the names of the people connected with these other organizations you're trying to get with them, put them in front of your board. And their first response is, well, our board doesn't know them. And I'm like, well, they don't know them or they don't know them personally, or they don't know anyone who knows them. And I think that was a revelation to the person who hadn't thought about that their board members might know people really well, who also those people know board members of these other organizations really well. And, and I think that that was sort of, again, an eye opener of, huh, I hadn't thought about that. Is that it's not necessarily who you who is the board connected to in in the first place, but who are their second connections that might be connected? And I think, you know, once you start looking at second connections, it's not very hard to find someone who knows someone who know who that knows the person you're trying to connect to. And I think that's the that's the challenge that you know, one of the discoveries I think I would say is the value of expanding the definition of network to that spider web that you talked about that it's not just the people that we know that's who are all the other people that they know that they might be able to connect us with that could make uh, a huge difference in what whatever it is we're trying to accomplish i like that and we saw it you and i saw it when we first met you know i i talked about my company and said bigger pie and some guy at a meeting Later that day, said the words bigger pie. And you're like, you got to talk to this guy. I didn't know that guy. You didn't even know that guy. You met that guy. And that's that spider web. That it, and as we do that, it's not, and it's not just about sales. I mean, that's the other piece of it. It could just be about a little nugget of information or a book to read. Or, hey, I, I really like this podcast or this video really spoke to me. There's a lot that we can access. And I think... Some of us have an inclination, I know I do it at times, that I want to just be a hermit 
in my own little bubble, running my own little show and not engaging with people because then I have complete control. But at, what I find is as I get pretty good, huh? <laughs> I know you like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. Control <laughs> is one of those things. That, yeah, yes. That's, a, that's from a, the bunker, you in the bunker with control. That's it. But as I, the, the perceived control that I have is actually not control because it's limiting. Sure. And I think when we reach out to people and take that time to make a phone call, take that time to text someone, take that time to set up a Zoom call with someone you just met at a workshop and you're just like, oh, wow, that was a, I don't know what that is. That's when opportunities come up that we just can't expect. Yeah. And, and the other thing that I, I was thinking about that I, uh, that I enjoyed the conversation this week around was, again, expanding the idea of network to those people who know us and we don't know them. You know, you right. talked about being at a, a camp, I think a camp out with or you were camping yeah. yep. with someone and all these other people that you didn't know came up and said, oh, yeah, I, I listened to the show or someone shared your book with me and I've read it or. Or, you know, yeah. to expand that a little bit further is all those people who follow us or like content that we share on social media, even though we don't even know who they are. They just that in some regards, they are a part of our network, you know, and even though we likely don't leverage them the way we potentially could, you know, unless you're a big social media influencer and you leverage it by them sharing it with others, which allows you to benefit from from the more views, uh, mm -hmm. whether organically or, you know, that then they are taking whatever that next step is to go out and buy a book or do whatever the case might be. Sure. And I think that's, you know, as I think about it, that might be my biggest discovery of the week. Um, and sorry, it's not what you thought it was. Um, but I think that conversation is a good one for lessons learned next week, which will, our conversation will be around lessons learned. Yeah, next is week. That, is that we'll the be talking? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. That's right. You can go ahead and share. What is I was going to say next week we'll be talking about lessons Tom and I learned over the last two years of doing this program. There's some really good gems in there that you will, I think, you'll really be excited to discover because I think they apply to all of us in different ways. Sure. So just a little tease for next week. It is good. Now, Tom, you got to tell us. Can I finish my other thing? My discovery. Of the okay. Week? You're just delaying and delaying, delaying. I'm trying to share my discoveries of the week and the ones that I think were all had value. You had a lot of them. I did. So here's the one that I, that I like is that I think it's a redefinition of network, at least for in my mind, because I think I always thought about who are the people that I know. And I know that I had considered who are the people that they know. I think the piece that I hadn't thought about is the people who know us that we don't know and and what that potential value, that additional value could bring. Because um, I think that that is a piece that we may never be aware of. And yet there is value in understanding how many people, if we can, uh, are those people who see our content, whatever it might be, you know, there'll be people who watch, listen to our podcast. We may never meet, may never know. They may never comment. They just listen and then they go on with the rest of their day and they say, yeah, that's a nice, you know, like how many podcasts have you listened to where you've actually ever met the person who has done the podcast and yet you gain value from them and being, and you are in their network because you are 
gathering the, you know, getting the information from them. And so I think that it's just an opportunity for us to really expand on what and how we define our network is. And that to me, in some regards, is the true value is that it is much bigger and larger than we thought if we take the time to actually consider all those people who are in it. And those people could also be people that see us every week when we go to get our cup of coffee and just sure. see how we engage with the wait staff or how we clean up or pick up the piece of trash on the ground. You know, there are a lot of things that we do as humans that people observe that we don't observe them observing us. And that's part of your network. Absolutely. And sometimes they'll tell, they'll share. You know, I've had those weird experiences where someone you don't know came up to you and said, hey, I saw what you were doing. I like the way you were in class or you know, I see how friendly you are to people as they come in. And sometimes people will share that and others they won't. They just may take something from it and then share that with someone else. It's kind of like that there was a commercial that there used to be that used to be on about sort of passing it forward. Mm hmm where like someone does something nice for someone in it and then they kind of pause and they're like, huh, all right, well, maybe I could do something nice for someone else. <clears throat> and even though, in, even in the commercial, no one ever meets, no one ever speaks really to the other person. And yet they all have found value in what those people did for them and then they in turn decide to share it with someone else um, so i just think that 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 opportunity to really expand the way we look at our network and think about all of the pieces and of the puzzle or the spider web and that they are significant and large and it is a great reminder and opportunity we have to try to better understand it Okay, now tell us what you discovered this week that's unrelated to networking, but slightly, because I think it's really valuable. Yeah, it's valuable to you because I get to ask you questions. That no, you I think it's design. valuable to you. And I think All right, so here's the, here's the deal. So uh, I've struggled a little bit to write this book that I talk about a lot. Um, and I'm not really sure why. It's been an interesting thing. And one of the other things that, and if, as much as I truly want to write it and think that there is value in there that others would benefit from. At the same time, one of the other things I really like doing is asking Bob questions about personal, professional, whatever. Try to help him try to find some answers that he's After our looking. program, typically. Yeah, usually after our program. And that so can if go you 10 ever, minutes or an hour and a half, depending on the day and the issue. Correct. And um, and it's fairly regular. And it's <laughs> it usually, there, there comes a point where Bob either does one of two things. He deflects or he does that. Run For those of you on the podcast, he runs his hand through his hair. And I know he's super uncomfortable. And maybe it's time to move on. Or typically when he does that, it's time for the next question that he desperately doesn't want me to ask. And at the same time, I think desperately needs to be asked so that he can contemplate it. Because I think that's where the growth is, right? When we get uncomfortable, we I'm start- I'm uncomfortable to... just hearing you describe this. Aren't you, gra aren't you glad that you wanted this to be shared? No, that's fine. It's that's exactly good. what you wanted, right? Yes. <laughs> so to bring the two together, I realized the other day when we were having a check-in and check-up with our Renegade Success Network members. And one of them is doing an amazing job of trying to keep me accountable to this book. 
And I greatly appreciate that. And so, and we, and, and in those groups, Bob sometimes gets uncomfortable. Seemed to be a running theme here. And so, you know, I'm usually one of the ones who spur that uncomfortableness, although the other members are starting to figure it out, that <laughs> we discovered that if I chose, or if I said that I can't ask Bob a question outside of this program, that is the one about, you know, pushing him a little bit further into whatever it is he's trying to discover, unless I have written at least 500 words that day for my book. And, and it's a really, and it was interesting yesterday because there were a couple of times during the day that I had some questions I wanted to ask him and I had yet to write the 500 words. And so I held off. The funny thing about it was. I tried to answer them for you, didn't I? <laughs> you tried to answer them for me and you, I think at one point said, hmm, isn't, isn't as much fun when I'm not being asked questions. <laughs> so the, and I think the benefit of that is it's the accountability factor. And for me yesterday, I was like, okay, I said this. This is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to ask Bob any questions outside of this group unless they directly related to what we were doing for work with our Renegade Success Network um, until I had written 500 words for that day. And then it would start all over again. And so I'm actually looking forward to writing my 500 words. I started a little bit, so I'm a little bit there. Uh, this morning. So I'll get a call at like 2.15. Hey, Bob, I got a couple questions for you. I got all these questions that, I'm, that, I'm, that I've been holding on to until I got to Word 500. Boom. Pause. But I think, I think what makes that work is it's something that you value. I think yeah. often we we set the, the, the thing that we want to do and it's not that important to us. Oh, uh, you know, yeah. I, I love to play my guitar. So sometimes I will force myself to do difficult things by saying, I'm not going to pick up my guitar until I get done that thing because I really enjoy that. And if I don't get to play my guitar each day, I really feel like I've lost something. I think all too often we're like, you know, oh, I won't eat a candy bar. That's not a big enough motivator. Depends on how much you like chocolate. And I like okay. chocolate. Okay. Not for me, but maybe for you. But not I think dark chocolate. I do like dark chocolate, but not like life or death. Okay. Okay. So, um, so yeah, I think it's just a really, uh, an interesting thing that if we make the, the, the fee that we have to pay, if we don't do something high enough, we will do it. And really what we're doing is we're teaching ourselves to be okay with being uncomfortable because writing 500 words a day is going to be uncomfortable. That's a lot of words. Well, and it's also prioritizing, you know, it goes back to what I talked about with the group is that, am I prioritizing my schedule right? or am I scheduling my priorities? And knowing that the priority, one of the priorities is being there to help you if you are trying to find a solution. Uh, that You're a fool. <laughs> there are no solutions to my life at this point. <laughs> uh, sure. There's a solution. Just every solution comes with a new challenge. Yes, that is for sure. There's no doubt about that. And I think that when we, if we ever think that there's a final solution, that might just be death. I don't know. Yeah, Fortunately, I have yet to experience that. So, and I won't be able to tell you if I think that's the final solution 
because I'll be that there. would make for a really interesting episode. <laughs> that would be would be from, very from the grave <laughs> from the grave yeah. discoveries of the life. <laughs> yes, we'd have to change the music to very somber music. I have to figure out how to write that book. <laughs> Maybe it's already been written. I don't know. Anyhow, we're we're digressing. Okay. All right, everyone. We would love to hear your discoveries of the week, whether it's around our topic, around your network's value, or something else that you discovered, because that may be as valuable to someone else as any conversation you share about their network. You can do it in the comments for the social media that you are following this on. If you're in the podcast, though, or even if you are listening to this on a social media, you can always come into our Ring of Renegades Facebook group because there is a post every Friday that allows you to share your discoveries of the week. And we would love to have you come in and share that because we know that there are people in there who are who would appreciate and value what you discovered because it might actually help them discover something else. So we look forward to seeing you inside our Ring of Renegades Facebook group or we will see you next week. As Bob mentioned, we'll be talking about our lessons learned from two years of uh, today's antidote. Hard to believe we're even saying that. Uh, so we look forward to that as well. That'll be, I think that'll be a really fun conversation um, that, that uh, I think we hope that you will come and share it with us and then maybe share your lessons learned, especially yeah. for those people who've been with us for almost two years. It'd be interesting to go back to those original hundred people, talk about our network and say to them, you know, please share your, what you have gained in two years of being Maybe a Maybe we could ask them to shoot a little video and you could pop some video up. Ah, that would be, that would be a good idea. All I right. like that idea. All right. There we go. All right. All right, everyone go out and have a great day. Hey, embrace the renegading you. And reach out to someone in your network that you haven't talked to before or you haven't talked to in a long time. You'll thank yourself. I promise. You promise? I promise. Awesome. All right. Thanks, everyone. Go out and make it a great day and have an amazing weekend. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to today's antidote powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.